Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. What is up, everybody? It's my favorite day of the week. It's my favorite day of the week again. Yes. Are you going to get it right this time, though? I am going to get it. What are we? America's Diesel Podcast. Yes. Bingo. America's Diesel Podcast, ladies and gents. We're here. Brought to you by Diesel Power Products. Hell yeah. The best diesel store on the market, in the market, on the indus- in the industry. <laughs> Not going to lie, <laughs> uh, there's been more than one beer had before this episode, and we were just talking about overlanding and got pretty jacked up. Yeah. So if you like overlanding, maybe we'll do an episode on that. Leave a yeah. comment. I don't know. Send us an email. Yeah. I don't know. Overlanding seems to be pretty cool. My, my, my man Basil does that. Neil 73. Yeah. I think it's cool. Yeah. I when he stopped by. I think he's bitching. Anyhow, today is... Uh, Where can you find us? <sighs> See, I, I'm trying to... Come, I'm trying to give, like, <laughs> you did a, good on one, and then we, we lost you on the other. I want to give him a teaser. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to tease you. Here's my feather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tickle you the feather. Uh, today is the Making Plans Part 2... Yes. Talking about suspension stuff. Yeah. Suspension is key. Making plans is key. Excel sheets. Don't piss off your wife. Make your money go as far as it can. That's what we're talking about today. Yes. And if you want to listen to this, you can find us on Tyler Hit It. iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Spotify. Yep. Give us a five-star review. Send it in to Ben at DieselPowerProducts.com. Stab a picture of it and send it in to Ben at DieselPowerProducts.com or Tyler at DieselPowerProducts.com. We will send you a t-shirt a dank meme, and a hand-written, hand-signed letter by yours truly and Mr. Ben over here yep. that is promised to make some upper buck hack sweat. Yes. It's be upper buck quacks. Quack. Upper buck <laughs> butt crack sweat factory. Yes. Ugh, say that five times fast. Anyhow, suspension. I feel like it's the great unknown. People are like, yeah, my truck has it, but what is it? I don't get it. I think there might have been one episode where I said that the one modification that I wish I did first and that I will continually do first on any rig except for my Suburban is suspension. Yeah. It's just, 
I mean, there's something about doing a good quality suspension on a truck that really enhances the ride quality. That is just so nice. It's, it's just rewarding. so nice. It's very rewarding. Especially when you install it yourself. It's gratifying. It's like putting a bigger turbo on. It's gratifying. You yeah. put it on, you start the truck up. Hell yeah. Yeah. And especially when you can actually, you know, of course, there's there, there's like two classes of lift kits out. Well, maybe mm. more than that, but there's lift kits that are just there to lift the truck and make it look like it's, you know, lifting for some big tires or there's suspension kits. Yeah. Actually and then furthermore, there's the, the ones that like to party. Yeah, yeah, those guys get insane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let's we're talking about suspension today, and I kind of like if you joined us for our last making plans episode, uh, we basically talked about like kind of like looking for a truck, a basic build scenario. We actually went over one of our listeners' trucks and kind of gave him a basic yeah. build list of what we kind of recommend and going over. Um, today, suspension. So yeah. I kind of break that up into four categories. Um, don't hold me to the cross on this. I know there's more and like that, but I'm trying to keep it simple here. So four categories. I've got like your tow work truck. I know not all work trucks tow, not all tow trucks work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got your daily driver fun truck. So it's I'd say most of the people probably fit. Actually, I don't know. Our towing episode was really hot, but I feel like a lot of people are are, are starting to get into that daily driver kind of fun truck. Like maybe they have yeah. their tow rig and they like diesel so much they got their second truck. This is my fun truck. I, never, yeah. I don't tow with it. I just. It's, or, for, it's for burnouts and babes, dude. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, if you, you're the guy that's got that trailer, you go camping every other weekend or something like that, you can mm-hmm. still fall in that daily driver fun truck yeah. kind of area, and you can still tow with it. And then we've got the off-road crowd, and then yeah. we've got the as cheap as possible. Yes. I need to get... I, I need to get high. <laughs> <laughs> as cheap as possible. As cheap as possible. <laughs> so, and that's kind of a funny one, because we can relate to... A, I think anybody can relate to the cheap as possible at some point in their life. Yeah. As far as with a vehicle. It happens. If you can't, then you really haven't been through <laughs> the, the the ups and downs of building rigs, I guess. It's like those memes <laughs> I've been seeing now. It's like uh, some, some of y'all never had to push your first car two blocks yeah. to your friend's house to replace a starter at shows. Yeah. <laughs> I had to do that. Yeah. I did it. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> Absolutely. I've done it the cheap way and I've done it the expensive way. Yeah. And I will say the expensive way is way nicer. <laughs> it is. It's more expensive, but in the end, yeah. it's less headaches. Yes. So let's go over before we get into those four daily or those four kind of categories here. Let's ask yourself, like, if you're not sure what category you fit into, here's kind of the questions you need to go over in your head. Yeah. What does your truck need to do? Yes. Obviously, it needs to drive. We don't want to take the suspension out of it. <laughs> yeah. But like, what are you doing with it? What, yeah. Primarily, what's its job? Yeah. We always tell people, what do you use your truck for 90% of the time? That's what you want to build it for. The other mm-hmm. 10% of the time, you can kind of adapt it to make it work for that 10%. Like like we talked about in the towing, I think the last towing episode we did, mm-hmm. there's plenty of guys that can build a pretty wicked tow rig that can kill it sled pulling. Yeah. Kill it sled pulling. Absolutely. So, you can still have a multi-use truck for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it, again, it just all depends on how you go about it and making sure you get the right parts for what you are doing. Next thing you're going to see is, you know, and this is comes out of budget too, and especially for the guys who are trying to do as cheap as possible. No disrespect to you, but yeah, are you doing this all at once? Yeah. Because again, with the whole series here, making plans, if you know what the end goal is, you may be able to find a happy medium to sit at before you reach that end goal. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's, I think that's a big thing because I'm, I'm all about the instant gratification. Uh, I, I, you know, if, if I know that I want to have a truck that bangs off road, I don't want to drive a stock truck until that point. Yeah. I, I want to be able to like 
yeah, I'm there. I might be halfway there. Or you, you start getting a taste for it. You hang out with some friends that have more done you, than yeah. you. You're like, oh, I'm going to be there someday. Yeah. It's going to be so good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, and then I think the next question here is, and this is going to be, you'll know who I'm gearing this to. Like, is the main goal elevation? Like, do yeah. you just need to get this truck taller? I don't care how crappy it is. I don't care wh- the littlest thing I need to do, but, or are you just looking for an actual better riding truck? Yeah. Cause there are suspension systems out there that will lift your truck, level it, or even like actually jack it up pretty tall that are going to give you a better ride. Can still enhance it. Yeah. Yeah. And we can usually tell that kind of person because the, the, the start of the conversation usually is like, or for the guy that just, just trying to lift it that doesn't really care about rides. I, I got these wheels and tires. I need to fit them. Yeah. That's how that starts. <laughs> Will this lift fit? Yeah, these specific. I've got 24 by 14s with <laughs> yeah. a negative 6 million offset. Yeah. Will and, this fit? And, and and I'll be straight up honest with you guys. Like, when you guys call in, if you guys call in and, and are asking about, like, those heavy offset wheels, those big, honestly, I don't freaking know what'll clear. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I've never really set up a truck with those big, big heavy offset wheels just because it kind of, like, goes against what... I mean, when I look at doing suspension, I look at if I'm not improving upon it, then why am I doing it? Am mm-hmm. I just doing it for height? Okay. Well, can you do? Can you get the height and obtain a better ride quality? Well, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely, you can. It's just making sure you're going with the right parts. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I, I would way rather shoot for the ride quality over the looks. Well, it, but you still. I, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm just maybe I just missed the bus <laughs> on the whole big heavy offset wheels. I just can't get into that, especially yeah. with our roads around here. I don't know if you guys drove around Spokane, <laughs> but it, it's messed up. It's messed up. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm sure there's other roads out there that are like that, but you, I I need like five inches. I need of some sidewall. sidewall. Yeah, it's got to happen. Yeah, absolutely. So let's get right into those four categories. There, we're gonna start mm-hmm. off with the tow tow rig, work rig, yeah. your tow pig. Your you got your your welder in the back. You got maybe it's a cabin chassis truck. You never know. Um, so the the first thing I would say for you guys that are doing tow rig stuff, let's keep tongue weight and payload in mind. Absolutely, and the same thing too. Wheel and tire combinations. Mm-hmm. That's not a rig you typically want like a ton of sidewall with either. I mean, that's if, especially if it's a dedicated tow rig because you get sidewall deflection, especially with a lot of weight. Side note, we're not saying put low pros on there. No. What we're saying is don't go with a 17 on a 40. Yeah. Like, for instance, our tow rig that we talked about in a previous episode, mm-hmm. that's got 20-inch wheels, 37s. Yeah. That's still... It's still enough sidewall, but it's not too much to the point where you're feeling it when you got a heavy load on the back, or you're feeling that sidewall deflection, you're feeling that, that ass of that truck kind of floating around. Mm-hmm. That's what you don't want. Um, and airbags won't fix that. No, it won't fix that. Um, Neither so will sway Keep bars. that in mind. So a tow rig, you can kind of get away with going with maybe some of those larger wheels, maybe a fancier wheel. I mean, heck, there's some pretty sharp looking tow rigs out there that have got. I'll say it. Hold on. Ugh. This 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 kind of hurts me to say. <laughs> There's some sharp-looking tow rigs with 22s out there. Ooh! Did I say that? Yeah. Did I say that? I no. Are, ever... are you saying 22s or the semi-22 and a halfs? Or those. I've, I've seen, seen some sick 10-lug <laughs> conversion <laughs> trucks. I have two. Wow. I have two. And that that is the only truck that I will say that with um, is a dedicated tow rig. Um, just because, again, sidewall. You don't want a ton of sidewall. kind of defeats the purpose of what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure that load is as stable as possible. So, and that goes the same with don't jack your truck up 50 feet in the air 
especially when you're doing like a bumper pull. We're the exception. We have a custom-built trailer that's built for a large truck. <laughs> I was going to say that. I was like, I don't follow <laughs> I, was wait, I, I knew it. I knew it. Um, <laughs> but most guys that are towing aren't, don't have custom-built trailers for a lifted truck on 40s. So. Yeah, we, we're, we are definitely outside of that bell curve. Yeah. Um, do as we say, not as we do. Yeah. Uh, if we had, we're not saying you can't do it again, you can, but you're just being prepared to, I mean, it's not like you're not going to Fox trailers and just picking one off their lot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like that's a custom build trailer. So, um, again, we're kind of getting, getting off the deep end on that. I will say like our, our, our new tow rig or dually that we have, I feel like we're finally kind of growing up a little bit. Just, just a touch. She's sexy. Yeah. She's if, a if good our GM or our owner is listening girl. to us right now, they're probably going to walk in and punch me in the face. But I feel like we're growing up just. We did it right with that one. Like I think manual, 6.7, dually. Mm-hmm. That, that, every time I walk out in the shop, and Dave, I think Dave was putting the amp steps on it today. Mm-hmm. That thing just looks wicked. It does. It's good. There's something truck. about. And the skinny tires on it look awesome. You say skinny, they're 11.5s. They're skinny. They look skinny, but I, I remember like back in <laughs> yeah, like when I was well, we're in, used to like thirteen fives, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I got thirty two eleven fives. Like, Do you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, tow rig. So keep payload in mind. Again, don't jack. I mean, we do have hitches for trucks that are super super tall. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind those trucks aren't probably towing all the time. So if you this is a, a truck that you know you and your your wife have a fifth wheel hitch that you're looking to go. And and uh, and tow every weekend, going to different campsites. Is, is you know leveling kit is what you're what yeah. you're looking for. And there are also a lot of leveling kits that we sell that don't even touch the rear. So yeah. if you're worried about payload, there are some that will just springs, shocks, and a couple other small well, pieces to help you out. Track bar, yeah. and you get that level stance. You get a better ride in the front from better springs and shocks, and you're not jacking up the rear. Yeah. And you haven't lost any payload capacity. You haven't lost anything. And just so you guys know out there, like as far as suspension, like we are the guys you want to talk to as far as mm-hmm. suspension. Like that is that's kind of the cool thing with us. We didn't kind of put all our eggs in one basket as far as these diesel trucks. Mm-hmm. We we definitely kind of dove into the suspension side of things and really made sure that we kind of refined that and made sure that we had the right manufacturers, the right parts. Um, and so just to kind of add on that that leveling kit for the front, like Carly suspension, for instance, on newer newer Rams, awesome kit. You get front coils, four shocks. Mm-hmm. The good. only thing I would add on is a track bar. Exactly. And you will hear us say at a track bar probably about 57,000 times this yeah. episode. Yeah, but it's a really cost-effective kit. And it is. I believe it's 999 bucks. I think it's right under 1,000 yeah. bucks. Yeah, 999, uh, you add a track bar, you're less 435, than 15. So you're, you're less than 15, but mm-hmm. you've got, again, quality parts, quality lift. I mean, you, you will not regret going that route i no. mean you, you you won't we're we're at we're the northwest distributor for carly suspension for a reason we love this mm-hmm. stuff and it's not just because and it, not just because we make money on it is because it it works they do what they say it'll do it will do mm-hmm. i've ran carly you ran carly yep. our guy behind the camera ran carly yeah <laughs> uh I mean, one of our gym trainers carly yeah like, <laughs> as far as basic leveling kits and again this is all on the premise of 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 Making the ride better because yeah. these trucks aren't cheap, especially these new trucks. So if you're going to spend that kind of money on the truck, why not splurge a little bit on the suspension? Make sure you've got a quality suspension that mm-hmm. matches the truck. It's very good. Um, as far as helping with that, let's say you are trying, this is a truck that's double duty. It's your yeah. daily driver and it happens to be like a dual or a 3,500. Yeah. Uh, but it also tows heavy on the weekends, tows your horse trailer, your, your RV, your snowmobiles, all that kind of good stuff. 
that's where we really kind of get into like, okay, you need to have the best of both worlds. Yeah. So we can really help you set that up. Think about airbags, yeah. sway bars, uh, maybe going with an actual full replacement leaf spring. that gives you a better ride unloaded. Yeah. But now we're talking about payload. It's like we talked about keeping your tongue weight and your yep. payload in check. A nicer riding leaf spring is most likely going to decrease how much weight uh, you can still put that weight in the bitch. It's going to sag. It's more. just going to sag. It's mm-hmm. just going to sag, and that's that's the thing that we there's with leaf with leaf spring suspension. You can't kind of have your cake and eat it too, where you mm-hmm. where you have the soft ride, but when you put weight in the back, it doesn't. I don't think everybody's ever said like, man, this leaf spring ride's soft. <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> leaf spring ride's too to soft. <laughs> but no, I mean, but th- th- that that's the thing. I mean, you can't th- 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 with a leaf spring, you can't have both. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't. And so airbags. Airbags, airbags, airbags. That's, yeah. You know, and you can, is, you can bring that back with an airbag. Bring it back with, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I if mean, you need that truck to ride nice when it's unloaded, get that airbag on there. You are literally getting the best of both worlds. Yeah, it's funny because you'll get guys that'll, um, like, oh, this thing rides so much better when there's weight in the back. It's yeah. like, okay, imagine that ride without the weight in the back. And then when you put weight in the back, you just have some airbags, and then you, you've got the best of both worlds. Yeah. The best of both worlds. So, um, yeah, full progressive leaves. In the back um, are are awesome. <laughs> if you've never rode in a truck with a full progressive leaf pack, and I'm not talking just like a six inch leaf spring from Super Lift in the back. When we say full progressive leaves, like you, there's ten, a visible difference. Ten leaf Deaver pack. Yeah, there's there's instead of having like five really really thick leaves, you will have ten really really thin ones that all mm-hmm. kind of absorb different different uh, different bumps. So. Yeah, leaf um, going. If you want the best of both worlds, that is what we recommend. They make like Carly, for instance. I know we're talking about Carly, uh, but they make their full progressive leaves in either for, uh, for their leveled trucks or for the three inch, six inch. They do them all. They even make a heavy duty leaf spring. They even make that a heavy duty leaf better. spring because yeah, there's uh, guys out there that have a a you know rig with a flatbed that's got a welder on it, twenty four seven, that kind of stuff. They make a spring that's a better riding spring that will maintain that load. So. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of cool stuff you can do on suspension. Um, and again, making sure that you are building the truck for what you're using it for um, is, is just going to benefit you in the long run. You're going to like the truck a whole heck of a lot better. Yeah. And I, I've said it a couple times already, but sway bars, rear sway bar, that can make a huge mm-hmm. difference. you got a camper in the back you're yeah. towing with or whatever. Get that side wag down. Yeah. You're going to be good to go. It's a good time. And, and I know we've mentioned this before, but guys out there, again, that do tow but want travel when they're not towing, check out Daystar's coil or their uh air spring buckets buckets. yeah those things are those things are awesome if you don't want to spend the money on some long travel um airbags they're 79 dollars 79 dollars and they work with most six inch air springs Mm -hmm. uh pretty much all of them actually any six inch air springs so those things are fantastic all right so that covers our like tow work rig let's get into like the daily driver fun truck yeah this is kind of like the Jack of all trades, maybe he doesn't necessarily need to do one thing really well. Yeah, this I would say is the majority of people. The majority, yeah. yeah. So, and, and this is where we kind of like, I don't want to say we specialize, but like we get that call, like I'm not sure where I'm going with this. Yeah. Okay, let's find but out. But I, but I want to use a truck for everything that a truck could be used for. So off road, yeah. on road, towing, whatever, grocery mm-hmm. getting, whatever you want to do. I mean. That is like, I would say probably 95% of the people out yeah. there. And, th- and maybe they're like, I've already had one diesel truck and I did the absolute cheapest route possible last time. And I feel like I shot myself in the foot. Yeah. I'm not ready to do like a full triple bypass shock on it or something like that. Yeah. But I'm ready for that next step. I want to get a little yeah. bit better. Yeah. No, absolutely. And there's the cool thing is there's <clears throat> a lot of things that you can do on on a lot of trucks that... 
where you can get it lifted and save money on like shocks. Like mm-hmm. we were talking about earlier, like, okay, so you're doing a, a, a like a leveling kit. Let's say it's a, let's say it's a 03 through 07, five, nine Ram. You want to do a leveling kit. Well, guess what? You can do a nice progressive rate spring. You can keep the stock shocks for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you it's really can steps. You can. Yeah. I mean, obviously you'd, anytime you lift the front, you want to address the, the shocks, but Guys, put leveling kits on these trucks and leave the stock shocks all the time. You can certainly do it. You can totally do it. Are you going to get the best ride? No. Yeah. But but you can upgrade. You're going to be later. one step closer, and you're going to up, you can upgrade later, and it'll be it'll it'll be you know easier on your on your uh, on your wallet for you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we've got these guys that are like ready to move on to that next step. At that point, it's like okay, you're ready for a spring. You just yeah. talk. Springs, stock shocks, and get away for a little while, and it's one of the reasons why I, I do really call us. Yeah, call us, email us. We can make plans just like we do with engine stuff. We can make Absolutely. plans with engine stuff. Um, but being able to say like, I want to build this kit over time. There are some things you can do over time. There's some things you can't. There's some things that we will tell you basically red letter recommend like yeah, closely to the point of I almost would not sell you this unless you do this too. Yeah, and this kind of doubles back to. The beginning of this where you mentioned track bar. Track bar. This is where you saw an actual <clears throat> trucks. Yeah. yeah. The, the track bar is something that I've always wondered why they don't include in leveling kits because mm-hmm. it, 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 it's so important. It really is. Mm-hmm. And it's something that gets easily overlooked because when you're just shopping online, you see a leveling kit and you buy it, you, you don't really know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or it's easy not to know. I mean, yeah, you can certainly do some reading and find out you know, the, you know, why you need that. But whenever you lift a vehicle... <clears throat> on any of these trucks that and if you don't do a track bar okay that that's going to act as the pivot point mm-hmm. so when you lift the truck it's like i'm going to go back to an 03 to 07 ram just because it's probably the most common one and it's just the easy easiest to look at i guess i don't know <laughs> but when you lift an 03 to 07 ram or 03 to thir- 13 ram i should say that track bar is going to be the pivot point so you lift it up it's going to shift to the driver's side mm-hmm. so you set that truck down on, on your new springs you will notice the driver's side tire is going to stick out a little bit more than the passenger. I mean, and that's just because it is pivoted on that, on that track bar and it needs to be slightly longer to recent on center that another truck. And that mm-hmm. is so incredibly important when we're, we're talking about, I mean, every aspect of the way the truck operates, you want to make, that's why people, you know, four wheel alignment, you want to make sure everything is in line. Have you ever seen those trucks going down the road that are, what are they crab called? Walk. Crab walking. Yeah. Um, where the where it looks like it's sideways going straight, mm-hmm. that's what can start to happen when you don't do tra- when the, the axle isn't centered underneath the truck. It's you, you can cause all sorts of problems. So mm-hmm. anytime you lift it, we would highly highly recommend going with a track bar that'll recenter that axle under the truck. It recorrects all the geometry of that front end, and there's there's more going on there than just oh I lifted it three inches that's it like mm-hmm. no okay. When you lifted it three inches, it shifted the axle over an inch and back and, and back because mm-hmm. now you're pivoting on the control arms too. So there's a lot of geometry that gets changed. And especially on those, on, on the, like, a like the Oh three to, or 94 to 2013 trucks that have those, con, you know, four control arms. Mm-hmm. Like when you start lifting that truck up and putting those control arms at more, uh, more of a harsh angle, you're going to affect ride quality too. Absolutely. Um, so, cause remember when you, when you, when you lift a truck and you've got that harsh angle on those like stock size control arms, that axle is going to want to rotate before it can come up. 
And if it's trying to do that, you're going to get a really harsh kind of hit on mm-hmm. the suspension before it, you really are absorbing anything. Preview, that brings us up to long arms in the off-road section, just saying. Preview, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, there's a, uh, yeah, so track bars are key. In, uh, this is all on the on the premise of, of correcting the geometry that you screwed up <laughs> when yeah. you lifted the truck. <laughs> like everything was nice and centered and everything when it was stock, but when you lift it, you start shifting things. And mm. you, you want to make sure that you're checking and, and, and making sure that you're not, again adversely affecting ride quality because again that's i mean Mm -hmm. again i don't buy suspension for a truck unless i know it's going to make it better yeah like to me just lifting a truck is okay whatever but if i'm not improving the challenge unless you build a sled pull truck yeah (laughs) no suspension whatsoever solid take everything you knew about suspension (laughs) throw it out the door (laughs) yeah (laughs) quick 15 second clarification if you don't know what a track bar is connects to the driver's side frame rail yep. down to the passenger side axle. It locates the axle basically as far as left and right or yes. passenger driver's side. So if you think about that being a fixed point, your axle being pushed down, it's actually going to swing out towards the driver's side. It's going to swing. There's your little knowledge. If you don't yep. know, check out one of our suspension episodes and we go into it even more. Yeah, and a loose track bar can make it feel like the whole front end when you're turning a corner or something is like, you're turning one way and the front end is going the opposite. Like mm-hmm. that's what it will literally feel like that. I know on your suburban, like the rear track bar is crazy because that thing is out. It's a wild it feels ride. like you're feels like you're burning out everywhere. Yeah. It's a white knuckle ride every time <laughs> I get in that thing. It is. One of these days, one of these days I'll replace it. <laughs> Hopefully when the weather turns around because I don't have a garage to work in. Yeah, that, yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So daily driver and you can upgrade as you go. So yeah. springs, shocks, maybe uh, 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 – I'm not going to shoot myself on the phone here. Just do a track bar for the front. Get go. Just do it. Just do it. Just yeah. do it. Just do it. Um, maybe you want to upgrade shocks even further later on. You decide yeah. maybe you need traction bars. Are you like, eh, maybe full release spring, maybe blocks. You don't know. <clears throat> but the good thing is you can kind of pick as you go and we can make plans for you either way. Yeah. And one thing that you just mentioned that I want to kind of jump back to the tow rigs. Mm-hmm. Blocks are not your friend. No. Especially when you're, I mean, that axle hop. Okay, when you add a block under a spring, it's going, it's that's going to act as a lever, and it's going to create um, axle wrap. It's going to create that hopping when you take off. So, um, trying to get stay away from blocks. If you're using a dedicated tow rig, stay away from blocks. Look at a heavy duty leaf spring or an Adapack or, or something like that. Um, and again, mo- most guys that are using your truck for dedicated towing, they're not lifting them too terribly high. Mm-hmm. They're doing a leveling kit, so the mm-hmm. rear is usually fine. Um, but just keep that in mind. So. Yeah, because that, that's going to increase your pivot point. You'll see axle yep. wrap happen. If you're, let's say, I don't want to undermine what you just said here, but as far as like doing it on a budget, adding things. No, yeah. That, well, if it's yeah, one of those things where cheap you, as possible. Yeah, as cheap as possible, maybe doing a tow rig, but you, want, you do want to jack it up. If your only option right now is to do blocks in the back, maybe add traction bars. Yeah. Uh, and just know later on you're probably going to want to do a full leaf spring. Um, but blocks are not always your friend. A one-inch block, two-inch block, not that big of not a deal. Not that big a deal. Six, seven, eight-inch block, S- get just out. Just stop. Just stop it. <laughs> you can we'll, order that we'll, we'll talk about this more as the cheap, <laughs> the, when we get into the cheapest possible. But next is kind of like what we really kind of build a lot of our trips This is the fun here. stuff. This so, is like straight up off-road. Off-road. And there, I would say off-road kind of like what kind of off- – I'm going to read this actually as I wrote it because I was yeah. pretty happy when yeah. I wrote it. It's like what kind of off-road are you getting into? Could be rock crawling high-speed desert, a little bit of everything, hunting with the boys, 
you use shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the you stuff kind of goes in like as the cheap as possible, not to yeah. like categorize all you you boys out there, but yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, and so th- there's there's a suspension system pretty much out there for everybody. You've got yeah. the guy that really wants like, dude, I want to bang this thing off road. I want to go as fast as I can. Like I'm tired. All my friends are faster than I am out there. Yeah. And I make more power, but they have all the suspension in the world. We need to get there. Dope. We can get that for you. Yeah. Or I work in the oil fields. My truck is loaded down all the time. This actually goes halfway with the tow rig guys. And I, I just drive through the worst crap possible yeah. guys are always getting stuck i need to know that if i need to bang on this thing with 1200 pounds on the back yeah. that i can do it yeah all right cool we can do that yeah and then of course there's the i live on a dirt road yeah i, I live on a farm it's off-road all the time it may not be extreme off-road but it's off-road yeah and, and this is where we really get into really advocate for like again the progressive rate coils we have law or not progressive rate coils progressive rate rear leaves we have long travel rear leaves um getting into like control arms um, we usually, as far as if this is a dedicated off-road rig, you're ditching those control arms. You're going to a long arm. Yeah. Not only are you going to get, first of all, you're going to get better ride quality out of like a four link long mm-hmm. arm mm-hmm. than you are about, than you are versus like a radius arm or the stock little, you know, four, cause you can put a four link, but yeah, you can put a drop bracket on. It's not going to really help. It's not going to really help. Cause yeah. again, you're talking about an angle when you do a, <clears throat> a long arm suspension, you're moving the attachment point of that control arm way far back. And when you do that, you're decreasing the angle that bar is at. You're making those bars almost parallel. Mm-hmm. And again, it, when you hit a bump, the axle wants to rotate first. It wants to spin because you're, again, you're on a pivot point. Everything's on a pivot point and everything's mm-hmm. pivoting. Um, and so, so going with like those the long arms, you're going to get a overall better ride, even over a radius arm truck. Cause again, a radius arm truck, if you look, you've got one, one mount at the frame, you know, by the driver's door or wherever. And that attaches to both points at the axle. Again, you, when that suspension hits, it wants to rotate. So if, when you have a, a fixed rigid mount like that, it, it, it doesn't have the ability to rotate before it can go up. Mm-hmm. Whereas a four link, it does. Mm-hmm. Um, so anytime, if you're looking for the most, most bestest, bestest ride out there, yeah. um, a, you know, a four link long arm is going to be mm-hmm. the way to go. And there are conversion kits out there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, Josh, uh, for instance, on our first Raptor super duty, he's got an icon four link on that thing with a Carly coilover kit. The truck is awesome. Truck, <laughs> it's probably one of the best riding trucks we have around here. Yeah. I mean, it's and fantastic. You want to talk about suspension just done up? Yeah, that thing. Whoa. And I'll, I'll, one of my notes on here, I get to that in just a minute here. But yeah, four linking, um, a long arm system or yeah. long arm system is going to be basically what you're looking at. Yeah. Uh, that's one of those things where you can get into early mm-hmm. and then upgrade things around it later. Yeah. Like, let's say you're, okay, I definitely want to do a, a you know, this truck's going to be off road a lot and I want to start hammering out some of this stuff now. Like, okay, well, you can go play in the desert with like a Fox 2.0 and yeah. a progressive coilover spring and a long arm and actually do really well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, your, your shock fade is going to come into factor and your buddies <laughs> that maybe have like 10 grand into shocks are going to obviously you, smoke you, but you can still have a good time. You still have a good time. Mm-hmm. You really can. Next thing we're going to talk about there is, and this is, this probably shouldn't have been on top of there, but if you want to build a actually true competent off-road rig, you are going to spend more on shocks than you think you are going. Like, Absolutely. Just, Whatever idea you, unless you like actually have looked at prices on there, if you're thinking about it, whatever idea you have for just shocks, I'd say double, nearly triple that to actually really accomplish really what you want to do. It adds up quick. Oh, it man. adds up fast. So yeah, shocks are, are, there's shocks out there that'll cost more than most lift kits. Yeah. 
like easily. Like we mm-hmm. have them on our website right now. Yeah. <laughs> like there's, they can get pretty intense, but again, if you're that guy that needs that, there's, there's a huge difference between that and like a monotube. <laughs> and once you daily drive or get in a truck or go off road in a truck that has proper shocks, yeah. You have screwed yourself. <laughs> you have screwed your checking account. Yeah. <laughs> You've done all of that because you know until you do something that good or better, you're always going to be undercutting yourself. Yeah. And I'm talking about me. Yeah. <laughs> I had King 25s on my excursion, and now my standard is King 25s on everything. Yeah. And I screwed myself. Yeah. I had two I fives am, on my eco. Like, <laughs> I, and now I've got. I basically lost knows. my virginity to a Victoria's <laughs> Secret model, and now I'm yeah. screwed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is what I get. Yep. <laughs> so I'm sorry, Ben. You did it to yourself. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to build it in, in, in steps. <clears throat> and you still want to have fun. Yeah, definitely you can you can you can you can leave shocks like kind of as one of the last things you do. Get all the get all the you know componentry as far as long arms or springs mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. Get that stuff knocked out of the way. Shocks are easy to install. A lot of yeah. times they really are easy. Yeah. And and a lot of companies do make shocks that are actually pretty freaking burly yeah. that fit into stock locations. Yeah. And I think the two that come to mind, King, or I'm sorry, well, Car- King through Carly, Carly through King, everyone got. Yeah. It's a Carly heavy episode, I'm sorry, but they make really good stuff. Yeah. Um, they have some shocks that fit into the stock locations, maybe change the shock towers, nothing too huge. Yeah. Um, Icon, for you Ford guys, actually has coil coilovers with bypasses that fit into these stock shock yeah, it's location. Pretty it's pretty weird. Let me stuff. set that. You got to yeah. have at least a four inch lift, but it's basically for those guys between a four and eight inch lift. Yeah. Coilover. It's in the stock shock location. Stock shock location, everybody. <laughs> like, Coil over. No <laughs> custom did. fab, no nothing. Yeah. Bolts, That's people. That's amazing. When yeah. I first saw that and I read it, I was like, <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. And I went and looked at it more, read in the instructions, like, wow, these guys are for real. That's yeah. pretty dope. <laughs> yeah. For, for anybody listening out there, I, I almost challenge you, before you do any engine mods, mm. do suspension. Yes. Just do it. Just do it and see if you regret it. I'll take that cue from the Hoonigan guys. They have that OBS. Yeah. um, uh, Kibbe Tech. I think they did that black OBS. They've got a, they've got like a 250 horsepower LS in there. Yeah. That's been swapped, but like 10 bajillion dollars in suspension. Look how fun, how much fun they have with that truck. Just cush. That That engine will never die. It's working at like 30, 40% of its capacity. Yep. It'll never die. Yeah. They can jump that thing off loading docks and it's fun. Yeah. I challenge you guys out there, anybody with a new truck that is always used to doing intake tuner exhaust right away. Let's get this thing built. Let's build some horsepower. Mm -hmm. Put all that money in suspension first. Yeah. See what happens. And see see if you like it. I bet you, you will not be disappointed. Last thing for off-road stuff. Some of the off-road things, once you start getting into really high-end, high-quality, high-spec stuff, there may be cutting and welding. Make sure you leave some yeah. room in there. If you can't do it for installation, get a buddy that can cut and weld. I, I, I would say 99% of the time, it's nothing too intrusive. You're not, like, cutting sections of frame and re-welding stuff on there. So yeah. as long as you've got a, a friend who can cut and weld, you should be fine. Yeah, you should be fine. Now we're getting on to the, the good old the boys. The, the the as cheap as possible portion. Yeah, here. and this is I I think every single person that has ever built a truck or ever owned a truck or got into trucks can relate to this category of people. Yeah, I mean, it's there. not it's not bad. I mean, it's just there's again there's levels of I guess ways you can go about lifting your truck or dealing with your suspension and uh, 
And this is just the you know cheapest way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and and we're not we're not like again we're not not advocating going the cheap route. Like I mean I'm working on another podcast episode mm-hmm. of just what I'm calling backyard performance. Yeah, that's exactly what it sounds <laughs> like. That's exactly what it sounds like. So um, it's it's you can definitely still have fun, still make your truck look mm-hmm. sick, but. It's so, some, so this, give, is, this is like the Band-Aid, you know, or the temporary lift before doing the cool stuff. Yeah. To give you guys a, a teaser of that episode coming up, so Ashford is one of our guys here. He is the <laughs> captain of the buy once, cry once crowd. Yeah. Nothing against that. Like, yeah. I, I, I yeah. get you that. We brought this idea for the episode. He literally, I, I thought he was going to shoot us both in the face. He was like, I don't want any part of this. I'm walking out of the room. Yeah. It's like, don't ever talk to me about this episode ever again. In fact, I don't even think you should air it. But we're still, <laughs> it's going to be interesting. You guys will get yeah. what we're talking about. Anybody who's ever gotten into the like, diesel side of things, like, there's obviously cheap ways of getting things done that will work. Mm-hmm. may not be the best way to go about it, but it still works. I'm going to throw this out there. That's probably going to be a beer heavy episode. Yes. We're going to get. Maybe we'll get a little yee in on it. <laughs> Anyhow, so for, for that cheap, that the cheap AF, as cheap as possible crowd, um, I'm basically going to break it up into two categories, salt axle, IFS. You guys know who you are. And can you guess what I'm going to say for the salt axle guys? Yeah. For the love of God, do a track bar. I wanted to make our camera guy answer because even he, he's heard it enough to the point where he's like, yeah. guys, Hard please, I'm tired of hearing about it. Just do a freaking track bar yeah. so they'll stop talking. If you're going to spend any money, for God's sakes, put a track bar on yeah. the truck. If you're doing a spacer lift, shock extenders, rear blocks, rear blocks, like as cheap as possible, it just, just do a track just bar. Just do a track please, bar, Please, do, do yourself a favor. Do me a favor. Do everybody on the road a favor. Do yeah. your whoever's aligning your truck a favor. Yeah, just just, just get a track bar. Yes, a yeah. good track bar. Yeah, yeah, high quality good, track bar. Yes, <laughs> yes. You'll just save yourself a heck of a lot of headache in the end. And again, you're saving money on everything else. So why not splurge on one part? And again, this is something that if you do spend a little money on this part and get something quality, you can still use when you upgrade. I mean, as long as you're staying within like the same height parameters. So. Yeah, if you're doing the as cheap as possible, and then all of a sudden you're like, dang, dude, I actually, this truck rides like crap, which it may very well. Yeah. Uh, I want to get this better. I want to make it better. I'm tired of this. My wife wants to put her makeup on the passion sheet, and she can't do it. Yeah. Guess what? That track bar will still work. Still work. And most of, well, actually, car one has a well, lifetime warranty on the not the joint, but the, the bar itself. The bar that is itself. a wearable part. But they do sell the joint itself, which yeah. is easily replaceable. And 99% of the time, you can install a track bar in your driveway. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually really easy. It is. The front, yeah, fronts are. Because you can... We should do a video on this because it is so <laughs> incredibly easy. And I don't know if I can really explain it over the phone. But when you do a track bar on a truck, when you take the track bar off and the truck is sitting on the ground, obviously it's going to shift to one side, right? Yeah. The cool thing is you just hop in and fire that bad boy up and turn the wheel, use the power steering to move the body back over. So like track bars are like one of the easiest suspension things to install and people kind of freak out on it. And with, I mean, I I get it because when you take it off, you see the whole body go one way and you're like, oh, oh crap. Like how am I going to get that back? I'm screwed. I'm screwed. You're not. No, you're not. Power steering, baby. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So that's pretty much for straight axle trucks. Duramaxes. Duramaxes, IFS stuff. IFS. Um, 
I, I literally have this written down in capital letters here. But for the solid axle guys, for the love of God, do a track bar. For the IFS guys, for the love of God, do tie rods. Do tie rods. Yeah. Please do tie and rods. And there'll be some guys out there that'll say, well, why not upper control arms? Well, that's kind of one that you... It depends on how high you're lifting your truck. I mean, leveling kits, the, the you know torsion key leveling kits on these trucks will give you the ability to adjust between an inch of added height or two and a half inches of added height. Mm-hmm. If you're not going to that two and a half, I wouldn't say you would need to. If you are wanting to go to the max of that, then yes, I would highly recommend doing an upper control arm. Absolutely, without a doubt. For sure. Almost at the same kind of level as far as the track bar stuff. Mm-hmm. But if you're just doing like... The last leveling kit I installed on a truck, it was on an 18 um, L5P brand new. Mm-hmm. And we ended up only lifting it right at two inches. Maybe like 1752. I mean, it was barely right just, there. Just so, to level it out. Just to level it out. And no, we drove the truck before, drove the truck after. And really, there wasn't really any difference in ride quality with just your basic leveling kit. And you're not going to the max of it. So no worries there. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, for the love of God, tie rods. My God, those things are pretty. They're pencil thin. Yeah, don't do the Chevy shimmy. Don't do the Chevy shimmy. Yeah, take your girls out to dance, not your truck. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a thing? Did I just make that up? Because I feel did like you I just did. make that up. I feel I, like you read that. Somewhere. Legitimately, we've had this argument before on other stuff. I, I, I've <laughs> yeah. never heard that before. I feel no. like I just said it. If you've heard it somewhere else, I'm sorry. Yeah. But I, I feel like I just made that up. That's pretty awesome. I like it. I'll take it. I'm gonna use it. <laughs> so after you have done your your IFS and your 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 track bar and everything like that. I'd say the next section we have on here is like a commonly overlooked things while making plans for suspension. Yeah. And to me, one of those big things is steering. Yeah. Or just basically normal wear and tear on parts. If you're, yeah. if you dump 10 K into a truck and you've got sloppy tie rod and drag link, ball joints that are shot, unit bearings that are shot, control arm bushings that are shot, or they didn't come with them in the system like that, you've done nothing. Yeah. And most of the time when guys are starting to lift their vehicle, Guess what they're getting too? Wheels and tires. Mm-hmm. And guess what happens? Is it's way heavier than the stock wheels and tires. Yeah. <laughs> and so you're just adding a bunch of more stress on components that maybe are on their way out or maybe, you know, are just weak in general. Like, I mean. <laughs> I'd say this definitely applies to the guys that are possibly doing this like on an older truck. You third gen guys, second gen yeah. guys, or maybe even some of the early fourth gens. that got a lot of miles on them now. Yeah, um, absolutely. Not just you Dodge guys, all you Ford and Chevy guys that have... Ford guys go through ball joints just the same. Yeah. I mean, um, they may not have like the steering issues that Dodges have as far as like the center link and drag link and, mm-hmm. and, and whatnot, but you still go through ball joints. It still happens. And it, yeah, Rams, I mean, golly, up to, <laughs> steering is something that we've been battling over for, for yeah. eons and eons. <laughs> you, want a, you want a quick way to get in a really, really intense fight with your wife? dump like 10k in your suspension and still have death wobble or still have handling issues that's the worst yeah that's the worst man i would say at that point either either a hard don't call me because i told you so or if that did happen call me and we can fix it yeah yeah i mean the good thing is is there's always fixes of course but it's yeah it's something that if you can address it before it happens then it's it's a lot easier to yeah, kinda, or if you include it in the cost yeah, there you go get your excel spreadsheet excel sheets, hey, excel sheets. <laughs> i've got quite the one going that i'll explain in my rant here in a little bit yeah but, um yeah i mean steering components you, your your cool lifted truck is nothing if you can't drive it down the road and steer it properly without feeling like you're gonna die yeah I mean, <laughs> well, yeah, at that point, it's like, well, why did you spend all of that money when you could have possibly gone the cheap AF route? 
Yeah. And have a poor handling truck and a poor riding truck. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I got nothing more to say on that one. <laughs> <laughs> don't shoot yourself in the foot. Don't forget about steering. Don't forget about steering. And for the love of God, do a track bar. <clears throat> for the love of God, do a track bar. Yes. <laughs> Next section I got in here is common myths about leveled trucks. I want to add that in there because the, a lot of times we do get questions about leveled. Hey, I leveled my truck and uh, I can't tow anymore. I'm like, what, like, dude? What? You did no. something wrong. Really? Are you serious? <laughs> like, you, you, you level your, your truck and you truck? can't tow? Like, what? <laughs> did you level your truck because your axle was 10 feet in the air? Like, what, yeah. what did you do? Or you leveled it to your buddy's 12 inch lift when you had a 10 inch lift? What did you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, so, uh, well, actually, maybe, maybe some nomenclature clarification is good there. Yeah. Leveling your truck is typically. Just basically, just like it sounds, leveling the truck, so bringing the front up with the rear because they usually have a factory rig. And not touching rig, the rear. And typically not touching the rear. You'll find once you start getting into a suspension lift kit, it may be even more minimal where it's like a three, maybe three and a half in the front, one in the rear. Yeah. But that's going to be more like the suspension kit. When it's a level, it's usually... It, we're talking about just like literally leveling the front with the Leveling, back. yeah, you're leveling it. I mean, they build a... There's a factory rake in these trucks because they know they're... Again, when the manufacturers build these trucks... They build them for the person that is going to tow. <laughs> it's usually the lowest common denominator. It has, yeah. to, it has to do everything. That's what these trucks are built for. These trucks are built to tow from the factory. That's what their mindset is. They're not They're not building these trucks. Oh, this guy's going to lift it eight inches in the air and, and, and you know, do that. They're not building it specifically for that. They're building mm-hmm. it for to tow. So it's got a, got a rake in it. So... Yeah, get it leveling again, leveling the front to the rear. Mm-hmm. You're typically not touching the rear at all. If anything, you're doing shocks. That's it. Yeah. So next one is uh, if I level my truck, I can only fit 35s. <clears throat> False. False. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this is why I really like like third gen Rams, even some yeah. of the fourth gens. Nice big wheel well. You could shove 37s on that bad boy and they look awesome. Really I would good. say a, a truck with a three inch, which. Uh, there's a three inch kit and there's a leveling kit, mm-hmm. which they're pretty much the same kit. I mean, you got to level, you got to lift the trucks at least two and a half inches in the front to level them out. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it, it yeah, it, it, it's just something that is, it just looks awesome when you, I, I don't know. It's something about a low slung truck with big tires that when you turn still doesn't rub, mm-hmm. nothing hits and it's still usable. That just looks awesome. Gives you that kind of bulldog, big, big shoulder yeah 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 and we're not talking about wheels sticking out super far either we're talking like nice set of 37 13 fives 37 12 fives just a really on like 17s maybe 17s if you kind of like that flavor and sidewall again we're gonna jump back to the sidewall as far as suspension feel and like actual feel driving down the road that makes a huge difference absolutely huge difference i mean there's a blog on our website that carly suspension wrote that's in regards to like tire and wheel size mm-hmm. that they go in depth on this. And it th- that's why they advocate for 17s on 35s or 37s because it gives you that sidewall that is still something that can absorb some bumps to where it's really going to help your ride. I mean, it, it, I can't speak enough on, on like Carly suspension, the, the way that they, the way that they make that truck feel after, after a kit's installed is just incredible. I mean, I mean, for something that is a, a tough truck that's hauling, like you feel every bump mm-hmm. to something that where you hit those railroad tracks and you don't quite feel them like you used to. It's, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. It's I think pretty the, awesome. The, the best way I can describe, keep in mind, we're not getting paid by car to say this, and this is no, no. disrespecting other suspension companies. Just that we offer. I mean, we yeah. offer awesome suspension companies, for, yeah. but I mean, obviously the one that always comes up in talk is the, is the most common truck, which is an 03 to 13 Ram. 
my favorite thing I ever did is in the, the old school bus with the, the Carly yeah. and the Deaver oh, front and rear and the King 25s, 37s on 17s, is I, I like mashed a curb at like 20, yeah. 30 miles an hour. And, and my wife looked at it. Dude, the first time I rode you in your truck. curb? Dude, the first time I rode in your truck, I think we went out, dropped the, dropped the women dropped off. Dropped all the girls off, yeah. 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 <laughs> I was just like... Damn. You want to talk about... Damn, Leaf Sprung Truck? We're going to get on a side note here about... Yeah. Oh, man. It's... We had... What was it? We had every seat full plus a baby. All comfortable. Yeah. All AC. All had seatbelts. Yeah. Pretty much all of us plus our girlfriends and the baby going out, dropping off at the bar. One of the guys went home and had barbecue and I think... Well, I had a babysitter because I had a little baby. Barbecues and beers and we went and picked them up. But... My favorite part is we even had a baby in the back. My little yeah. my little boy was still in the infant car seat. I'm not a bad dad, guys. I knew what I no, was doing. Okay, super chill. And yeah. he and he's all. I was back there in. watching him. <laughs> yeah, and he's good to go. But I'm talking about like we we I I nailed a curb with my wife in there. And, yeah, and where I'm kind of like just kind of going over doing whatever. I'm, I've done it before, so I didn't really think of anything of it. And she kind of is that a curb? I'm like yeah. yeah. She's like, <laughs> I would say no. <laughs> I would have said no. Well, I'm like, no, it's a rock. Well, it's because I'm, I'm still sort of trying to like like. I spent yeah. a lot of money on that suspension. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was a curb. Yeah, it was a curb. Actually, it was, it was a four foot okay, wall, actually, man. Yeah. Actually, it was a it was a whole it was a Honda Civic. Yeah. <laughs> then we nailed it. We drove it, and she's like, "Wow, that that uh, that barely felt like anything. It, it barely it felt like a small train truck." I was like, "Yeah, I know. Thirty sevens, King two fives. Like that's like we could do more if we had yeah, more money on this. Like, could, don't get me wrong. Yeah. We need to buy a house you and really? have a kid and all kind of stuff. But like, like, dude, like if that gets you going." Watch yeah. this. Yeah. That's what I was just going to say. Like, when my wife says something like that, I'm like, oh, you like that? Yeah. Oh, well, if you like that, yeah. like, check this out. And then here comes the, and then my truck broke. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, crap, babe. Like, I need. If that's not an advertisement to get really good, high quality suspension and high quality parts on your truck. So, I'm not talking about showing off to your girlfriend or showing off to your friends. I'm talking yeah. about showing off to your wife. Yeah. Who you're sharing your life and your finances with. Yeah. That is probably get thinking them like, on board with high quality <laughs> stuff. Okay, guys. Yes. <laughs> I want. Uh. I want you to experience the look that my wife gave me when I mashed a curb and she didn't even know it. Yeah. Yeah. It was like For I got real. married all over again. It's <laughs> amazing. It was amazing. <laughs> so moving on, another myth about level trucks with that fantastic roundabout. Yeah. My wife giving me the old googly eyes. Yeah. Uh, you don't need a track bar. False. You've heard us say about 6,000 times. We're going to say it again. Do a track bar, Tyler. Do a freaking track bar. I almost cursed there. I'm going to say it again. These do mics a track make bar. Me curse. Camera guy. You want to curse. You can't see it because these microphones he are just, very directional, but he said do a track bar. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so here's our... We're gonna we're gonna start buttoning this up with pieces of advice. Yes, and these are just things that we've learned over the t- or over time. And <laughs> the first one on there, get a track bar. Mm-hmm. I actually didn't realize that. Yeah, <laughs> I seriously. I said in all you, caps. <laughs> if you are if you are lifting or leveling on a budget, do not skimp where it counts. Get a track bar in all yes. caps. Oh my goodness. Uh, next thing on there says um, there there are kind of like at the beginning of the episode here we talked about like suspension everybody knows they have it but there's a lot of questions unknown things if you're not sure where you're going please for the love of God call us yeah I mean literally like we pride ourselves in being kind of not I, I don't want to say suspension experts because mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of companies out there that I would consider experts myself yes and so but I would consider us at least. I was partial experts, <laughs> especially in the three quarter, one ton market. Absolutely. Um, 
So if you have questions, ask us. I mean, we'll we'll be we'll be honest with you. Yeah. We'll get the Excel sheet we'll, out. We'll, we won't fluff we'll you. Yeah. We won't, because like, we're not just trying to sell you a parts. We're trying to get you in something. Because again, we want to we want us getting the call back from you saying, "Oh, this 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 stuff sucks." Like that is like the worst day for us. Like we don't want to hear that. That hits me in the heart. We don't want to. We don't want to deal with that. Like mm-hmm. we have to call manufacturers and go like, "Listen, this guy thinks your guys' stuff sucks." Like, yeah. <laughs> like it's awkward for us. So, <laughs> so we try to we try to hit the nail on the head every time the first time. Mm-hmm. And so, if you got questions or anything, or you've been reading a bunch bunch of stuff online, just call us. We'll we'll set it straight for you, and we'll yeah. be again. We'll be honest with you. Like maybe sometimes it might hurt because we might be a little too honest with you, but it's it's information that you need to know that you have to know. I mean, if you're going to build, if you want, if you're especially if you're looking to build a quality truck, I mean, you have to know these things. Yeah. You have to. Yeah, it's kind of just nature of the beast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we already talked about this, but we talked about blocks and traction bars. We we'll move on past there. Um, you cannot put a block under a leaf spring on the front of the truck. Yeah, and also don't stack blocks. No. There's actually companies out there that make lifts that require you to stack blocks. Throw that lift away. Yeah, if, if you read that in your instructions. Dangerous. Oh, my God. If you read that in your instructions, just know that you have fallen into the as cheap as possible category. Yeah, and I actually I made a mistake once. when I So there was a – I was doing a side job, uh, and it was Brian, the, the owner, set me up with this guy that had this older Bronco super odd super clean bronco mm-hmm. really nice and he got a lift kit for it and i think actually me and kip installed it at my at my house mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh the we we got the front all done no big deal went to the rear and they wanted you to step well i we didn't know this at the beginning because um, they had the, like the whole block set up and we're like okay they give you a block and we take the factory one out and we put the put the new one in and when we got the truck done, it was sitting low in the back. And we're like, what the heck? Like, we know this is like a, like a, like a no-go zone. Like, don't stack blocks. Well, mm-hmm. ended up calling the manufacturer that built the lift. And their protocol for that lift was to stack the blocks. And I had to go back and take that rear apart and stack those blocks. And it was the most awkward. Like, I, 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 I felt like I was ruining the guy's truck. Like, it did- did it feel bad in your balls? Yes. Okay. That's <laughs> every it, every <laughs> every aspect. Like it was just wrong. So don't if you're gonna I'm gonna say this one thing. If you are gonna stack blocks, weld them together. At least do that. Mm-hmm. At least do that. Because when you're adding all those connection points, all those stacks, it's like adding like bricks without any mortar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like when that axle wraps, the thing twists, like the whole axle twists, right? I can imagine the blocks going. Could you imagine that one block oh, just shooting out of that spring pack? Yeah. Not cool. It's a bad day. Not cool. So yeah. yeah, don't stack blocks. If you are, if you have a kit that is going to require, require you to do so, I would, I, me personally, and I didn't do this on this cause I didn't have a welder, but if I was going to do it again in the future, I would have welded it. Yeah. Next thing here, uh, if you're getting into maybe even not just the heavy off-road stuff, but you are planning on getting a truck that rides really nice and you're about to spend some major coin on shocks. Yeah. Um, I will say this. The nice thing about once you start getting into that like actual expensive shock market, I'm talking like where you start buying them in pairs, not so much individually. Yeah. Basically, once you start cresting that 1000 bucks for a pair, they tend to be rebuildable. 
Yes. Yes. So you start getting these shocks that are rebuildable. That's a selling point to the wife. I did it. Yeah. I that, did it. Yeah. That you, okay. You're not going to have to buy another pair of shocks. You can yeah. just rebuild them. But I, I know where you're going with this because I think I hollered, hollered at you from yeah, across you the sales floor. Shock guards. Mm-hmm. Okay. This may not seem like nothing, but it's a super cheap little part that could extend the life of your shocks like mm-hmm. quite a bit because especially on dirt, on, this is like for dirt roads, not necessarily for the guy that's like going slow off-road rock crawling, but for like dirt roads, the guy going fast, like your front tires are going to throw rocks up. Like you could definitely throw a rock up in mm-hmm. the wrong spot and smack your shock or smack a bypass tube or smack a reservoir or smack a tube, you know, smack a line or you whatever. You that shock shaft. You've now got friction going in between that o-ring where it's going to the body yeah you blow that, that o-ring out away, and now you just turned a 900 hundred dollar single shock i'm getting real close to the microphone yeah 900 single yeah. shock into a useless cylinder yeah 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 for real so i mean spend a little bit of money get the extra shock guard uh the other thing i added on there is don't be afraid to like maybe before you mount your shocks go get them 3m wrapped yeah, that's a great idea. Absolutely, I, I, especially I wish for aluminum I'd, body shocks. Yeah. I wish I had done that. Yeah, and uh, I didn't. I, I was trying to figure out a good way to maybe like put a wax coating on there or something like that because up here the shocks get beat to crap. Yeah, and I had these really nice King Two. Well, they fives. throw like made chloride on the road. I mean, they yeah. throw like all the time now. <laughs> yeah. Um, and one other thing too, I wanted to bring up. This is like kind of towards like Duramax guys. Uh, and this is, I, before we did this episode, I kind of just hopped on our website and I was just kind of searching around on our suspension section. And there's a lot of like super cheap things you can do that'll just kind of like really help out the ride on some things. And like some of the things that I kind of brought that I found was uh, suspension max, especially if you've got a like a, a, a rig that's used for plowing or have mm-hmm. a heavy bumper and a winch on the front. Uh, they have their uh, heavy load front bump stops that mm-hmm. they do for the Duramaxes, that's cool. which is awesome. Uh, and then Merchant Automotive for the rear springs. I guess a spring rattle is kind of common in the Duramaxes. Hmm. So, you know, on the, like on the, on the, so if it like a, the truck is just sitting there, you'll see on the, on the rear springs, they'll have like that rubber pad mm-hmm. that is on like the oh, one. Oh yeah. Yeah. The, okay. like the overload shock. Yeah. Those things suck okay. apparently. And so they have these big, it just looks like a giant O-ring that sits on the bottom spring and it's just an isolator. And also, uh, we have a company called Celastic, which is out of, mm-hmm. uh, Southern, uh, I think it's Southern, uh, Texas, Texas yeah. uh, that does the, the rubber spring shackles. All those little things will all help your ride quality. So if you are doing maybe a cheaper lift, maybe look at doing some of those things and that may help your ride out a yeah, little bit more. Absolutely. I mean, those are all little things that kind of just add to the, add to the mix. And these are all like things that are $400 or less. Yeah. So, and typically on the shelf ready to go. Yeah. 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 Uh, moving on from there. Um, let's see. And this is kind of like, uh, this is from my own personal experience. And I would say from like me shopping for trucks. Yeah. If you think that there's a chance you're going to try and resell this truck or that's the plan for it, I would say try and stay under that like maybe four or five inch lift. Yeah. Because you, once you start getting into like a six, eight, 10, 12, a really tall truck, you've now just narrowed your market terribly. Like you get a guy that like maybe, maybe you built this truck because you had towing in mind and you only tow your wakeboard boat. So having a, yeah. a 14 inch drop hitch isn't a big deal. And they may tow a bigger trailer, great, 
but no one is going to want to tow a bigger trailer with a truck that's lifted 12 inches. Yeah. So think about that, especially, you know, just being able to do normal stuff. You start lifting your truck up higher and higher. <clears throat> it becomes harder for you to get through drive throughs park, like all that kind well, of normal stuff. Especially on Duramaxes when mm-hmm. you're cutting the truck up and you can't bring it back. Yeah. Like you're I cutting would... to the, you're cutting the truck to the point where you'd have to like replace like a, a mm-hmm. Like extensive parts to get it back down to stock. Yeah, you're not just removing that cross member. You're cutting where you're it cutting. and putting something yeah. new there. Like for me, me personally, if I, and this is bad because I do drive a, yeah. <laughs> a suburban that's had that <laughs> cut out. Yeah, uh, but I know what the lift is at yeah. least. So I, I'm, it does give me a little bit of piece of comfort. But if if I haven't been able to see the truck, drive the truck, touch yeah. it, I would never buy a Duramax that has the cross member cut out. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Yeah, but now yeah. That brings us to, oh, and also don't be the guy on stock wheels after you lift your truck. Oh, don't skip Jesus. like that. Don't be that guy. Yeah. That brings me to get, getting into my, I'm going to get my feelings now. There's been a lot of feelings in this episode, but I'm going to bring yeah. this in real hard here. I keep seeing articles about people comparing the 7.3 to the 6.7 Power Stroke. That's not even comparable. Guys, okay. It's common Rail versus 8. You didn't even mention this to me, and I'm just like, what the? <laughs> so I, I saw it on the driving line or something like that. And Seriously. So, like, diehard 7.3 guy, if you didn't know, now you know. 7.3 yeah. guy, four guy overall, but diehard 7.3 guy. If you are trying, like, the, the future happened, okay? Yeah. You, H, you, those are high, like, you oh, can't man. compare those. You no. can't compare those. There are Ford. I think they're both great engines, but if you're, and I get it, there's guys that are like, Seven three until I die. I'm never gonna <laughs> buy anything else. My 210 horsepower truck did the best for me for yeah. the rest of my life, and I'm sure it did. Yeah. You put that same guy behind the wheel of a stock six seven. He's gonna crap. Holy his pants. crap! Yeah, he's gonna think that it's he's got a race truck. Yeah, yeah, they're they're, they're not comparable. I mean, given six seven power stroke seven three, best engines Ford's ever put in a diesel Agreed. truck. Mm-hmm. I mean, hands down. That's about where the similarities end. <laughs> yeah. They're both Fords. Like, they both take diesel. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's all I got to say on that. Uh, if, if I talk more, then I'm going to get fired up. So mine, I'm going to actually like, grab my mic and like, hey, like I'm going to oh, probably yeah. break some freaking hearts right now. <laughs> guess what? I have decided that since we've got a gas, in, get rid of gas engine, we've got a gas transmission in my Suburban. Oh, God. I don't even care if I'm breaking hearts. I'm putting a 5.3 LS motor in this Suburban. <laughs> I don't even care if I broke oh diesel God. hearts out there. Guess what? I've broke very few hearts because any 6.2 dedicated <laughs> guys out there, there's like all three of them. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, but this is just ain't cutting it. This just uh-huh. ain't cutting it. And that's like the – I'm sure there's people out there like, well, why won't you do a Cummins? Well – I gotta change a lot <laughs> to yeah. do a Cummins, like axles. Like I'm not, I'm not prepared to do that. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. Five three, I can pick up five threes all day long here here in town for less than five hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna five three swap it. That's what I'm doing, and I don't even be care cool. if I break any hearts out there. I think it'll be great. I think it'll be great because you know what? Even though it's not diesel, <clears throat> it, we still have off road power products, so I'm still kind of catering to that mm-hmm. <laughs> side of things, but. I, in the in the essence of I'm trying to make something reliable and that I'll start in the cold, start in the warm, start whenever. Um, the six two, I mean, let's face it, it's it's old technology. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's just, it's just, 
it's too far. So if anybody's out there looking for a 6.2 turbo kit, Banks turbo kit, I'll have a whole engine for sale if anybody wants one that runs great. It's turbo, turbocharged with real tornadoes. Honestly, if I, had a, if I had a diesel transmission, I probably wouldn't be talking about this. But since I've got this gas transmission, it's just it's something that I think needs to be done. And I think something that'll not only increase the value of the truck, uh, but increase reliability. Mm-hmm. Increase my happiness as far as driving it. Even though it's not diesel, I would love to put a Cummins in it. But I just, I mean, let's face it, it's a, it's a six-lug truck. So I've got the small axles in it. I'm going to have to change so much, so much. I can use the transmission I already have. I can use the axles I already have. It'll, I mean, I'm, I'm, I've got it worked out to where it's going to be. I'm, I'm trying to do it in the weekend. <laughs> so well, hey. you, you tend to do really nice work on all the stuff you work on. So I'm yeah. really excited to see how it works out. Yeah. I'm pretty excited too. Yeah. I'm, and I know my wife's excited because then that'll mean no more carpooling with her. When the old six, so. two doesn't start. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you guys, I mean, anything below like 15 degrees, like I really push those batteries to the point where they're not happy. Yeah. So, yeah, it's the fi- end all fix all of the Suburban. Yeah. I well, love the truck, so I love driving it, so I want to make it reliable. I think it's going to be really cool. I'm excited to see it. Yeah. And I think with that, that wraps up this episode. That wraps it up. Making plans, suspension. Thanks for tuning Total in. rig. See you guys next time. See ya. Pursuing wild game in wild places. Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.